total is very high ahead of next week's inauguration. We've learned about 2,000 members of the National Guard are standing by. Correspondent Jeff Pegues is in Washington. You see streets being blocked off by big trucks all over the city, blocking the entrances to the Capitol as well as to the White House and other specific landmarks. The acting Secretary of Defense has authorized Guard members to carry arms. State capitals are making plans. Lansing, Michigan Mayor Andy Shore has sent a letter to Governor Whitmer requesting National Guard protection there. There's always a concern about uh, tensions. You, know, you want to be optimistic, but you have to prepare for the worst. More than 100 state troopers in riot gear have been guarding the Capitol in Austin, Texas. Medical officials in Texas are hoping release of all available COVID vaccines will help turn the pandemic tide. Jacob Cintron is CEO of University Medical Center in El Paso. Well, our first goal is in six months the whole city is vaccinated. For that to happen, we need a lot of vaccine. The federal government is giving states the green light to give out vaccines in more locations to reach more people at places like pharmacies and community health centers. S&P futures are up seven. Dow futures are off 39 right now. This is CBS News. CBS News Radio is your home for breaking news. With our team of reporters around the country and the world, we give you the coverage you can trust. Listening to this all-state commercial about savings might be the hardest thing about getting those savings. Save for simply becoming an Allstate customer. Save more for adding DriveWise. And save even more for driving safely. Visit Allstate.com or contact your local agent for a quote today. Allstate. Minimum effort. Maximum relief. Not available in every state. New customer savings based on your listening discount. Guide prices and optional features. Savings vary based on how you buy. Subject to terms and conditions. Allstate Fire and Casualty Insurance Company affiliates. North Brook, Illinois. What's in store this week at Staples? Restocking those school supplies. Whether class is in school, at home, or a little bit of both, school goes on. And Staples has everything your student needs, like notebooks, folders, and lap desks, at amazing prices. This week, Staples two-pocket poly folders are just 50 cents each, and four-ounce Elmer school glue is just 75 cents each. Shop in-store or pick up curbside. Restock for school and save at Staples. Ends 1-16-21, while supplies last. Curbside available in most stores. Real-life shades of the Sopranos at court in Italy. Correspondent Sabina Castelfranco has details from Rome. on the outskirts of the Calabrian city of La Mezia Terme. More than 350 alleged members of the Andrangheta will face justice for crimes that include murder, extortion, money laundering and drug trafficking. They will be locked up in cages. An unprecedented 58 state witnesses are prepared to break their code of silence in a trial expected to last at least two years. Ellen is back. Obviously there are a lot of negative things going on, so instead I want to talk about something positive, my COVID test. She returns to her talk show today for the first time since her coronavirus diagnosis in December. Well, I'm fine now, everything's good, I'm all clear. Deborah Rodriguez, CBS News. Here is some great news. If you missed the deadline to sign up for health insurance, or if you sign up for a plan that you're just not happy with, you still have a choice. It's called MediShare. It's the affordable alternative to health insurance. And it's worked beautifully for 25 years. They have more than 400,000 members now around the country. MediShare is a Christian healthcare sharing ministry, and over the years, members have shared over $3 billion of each other's medical bills, so they can help share your needs too. And best of all, 
You could save a lot of money with MediShare. The typical savings for a family is about 500 bucks a month. Your savings could be more or less, but think about what you could do with that extra money every month. You're not stuck with a high-cost health plan. You can join MediShare anytime, so call them today and check it out. Here's the number to find out more, and there's no pressure. They are super easy to talk to. Call 866-88-BIBLE. That's 866-88-BIBLE. 866-88-BIBLE. Weenie Wednesday. Corn dogs and regular hot dogs, 99 cents each. Open 10.30 a.m. until 9 p.m. Head on over to Larry's Doghouse at 410 West Union Street in Athens. These days we're all doing a lot more virtually. Which is why at Ohio Health, we've expanded our virtual care options and availability to make it even easier to get safe expert care at home. That includes virtual visits with over a thousand trusted providers in every medical specialty. Learn more about our virtual health options at ohiohealth.com slash virtual health. At Century National Bank, we believe strong communities are built with local volunteers, donations, and leadership. Last year, we supported 301 local organizations and donated more than $393,000 to our local communities. Our bankers care about helping our entire community thrive and prosper. Century National Bank is committed to investing money locally and doing everything in our power to support the people and groups in our neighborhoods. Century National Bank, Division of the Park National Bank, member FDIC, CenturyNationalBank.com. Hey you, come see what Emily is cooking at Tavolino, home with a fresh, authentic, made-from-scratch Italian food. Stop it on your way to work for a double-shot latte, or bring the family for lunch or for dinner in a spot that feels like you're back in Inono's kitchen. Emily also does cooking class for adults and the kids alike. So ditch that pasta in a box and come learn a thing or two. Stop in at Tavolino for not only a great meal, but an unforgettable experience. At 9 North Schaefer Street in Athens, Ohio, visit Tavolino on Facebook for the hours and the specials. When there's something strange looking under your bed, who are you going to call? Dustbusters! Athens Dustbusters are a licensed, bonded, husband and wife team that offer up top-of-the-line janitorial services at great prices, and they serve commercial and residences across Southeast Ohio. As the seasons change, don't worry about the cleanup. Call Athens Dustbusters at 740-541-7113 for a free quote. But don't just take our word about the Athens Dustbusters. Hi, I'm Sam. And I'm John. And we're Athens Dustbusters, and we will bust your dust. In our 71st year of service to Southeast Ohio, AM 970 and 97.1 FM. WBTH Ah, oh, it's so dark and gloomy outside. Can't we get some sunshine? <laughs> Just a little. You sure you're on three? Yep. Okay. Yabba dabba don't. Okay. How's that for number three? I guess that's better. Ah, uh, good morning, folks. It's a Wednesday. And if you haven't looked out the window, the sunshine is absolutely gorgeous. Although it's 26 degrees. At least here at our studio site. And uh, good morning, folks. Welcome. Let's see here. Let me uh, let me put in there. Let me check something here. All right. There we go. Okay. I'm checking things. 
Okay. I'm fine now. Okay. Good to go. All right. All right. Let's uh, see. Connor here. told me yesterday that we needed to use mic three this morning because uh, number two is not coming through on stereo. Okay. Talk. Yabba dabba don't. Okay. Now let's try three. That was three. Here, here is two. He said uh, stereo is not coming out on 97.1 or the stream, which feeds from 97.1. That sounds okay in here, right? Okay. okay. That's two. Enough. Okay. Um, I... So I'm back on three, right? Okay, got it. Well, good morning, folks. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we do here in the mornings at times. Discovery. Yes. Today is, uh, let's see, January 13th, I think. It is. um, Let's see, today's National Rubber Ducky Day. (laughs) National Sticker Day. Like, I guess stickers you put on your car or anything for that matter. Yeah. It's Korean American Day. It's Stephen Foster Memorial Day. And it's National Peach Melba Day. Mm, I'll have one or three. Yeah. Um, Stephen Foster. Stephen Foster. Wasn't he a composer? Well, I, I was thinking music, but let's figure it out. He was an American songwriter. Also known as the father of American music, Stephen Collins Foster. An American songwriter known primarily for his parlor and minstrel music. He wrote more than 200 songs, including... Oh, whatever it is after that. O-H, exclamation mark. Oh, Susanna. There we go. Oh Susanna, oh, Susanna, don't you cry for me. Okay. Uh, that's um, Camp Town Races. Camp Town Races. Da, 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 yep. da, da, da. My old Kentucky home. Okay. Genie with the light brown hair. I got it now. These are songs <laughs> that uh, I think my father impressed upon me years ago. Um, so I get it. I get it. All right. Well, anyway, so National Rubber Ducky Day. And I've never gotten into that. Even as a kid, I don't remember rubber ducks being in my life. Um, yeah, me either. National Sticker Day, I certainly have some of those. Korean American Day, interesting. Stephen Foster Memorial Day and National Peach Melba. What is Peach Melba? Oh. It's, a, it's like a... Um, a dessert. A baked thing, right? Well, not necessarily. It's uh, with uh, It's got peaches typically in the bottom. You know the dessert glasses that they have where they put parfaits in, things like that. Okay. We've got peaches on the bottom, vanilla ice cream, and then a raspberry sauce dripped all over it. Well, so be it. Sounds all right. <laughs> um, let's see here. Um, in terms of historical chat. events, by the way, tomorrow... Okay, to, uh, let's do a little chat for a second. Tomorrow we're going to have a guest. I, I'm hoping it's going to be kind of fun. Um, because uh, all of us, I, I think, or most of us at least, have ha- had children, right? 
and most of us have have gone through the experience of their learning how to drive (laughs) (laughs) and i my granddaughter julia uh i i helped her learn to drive some um and she still hasn't really gotten into it even though she's about to graduate from high school but um Still, she was doing just fine. She just, she's just a little scared of it, frankly. But we would go down to, um, oh, like the, uh, what's the mall down there? Um, the Market on State. Yeah. And kind of in back there, we'd drive around, and i say, okay, now um, turn this, you know what I mean. And then we did it on the roads, too, some. She had her learner's permit. But uh, anyway, I, this story is getting too long. The point is, most of us have gone through um, watching a kid learn how to drive. And um, uh, a, a good friend and neighbor uh, who is fairly new, I think a year into Athens now, uh, moved here from Maryland, uh, for some years taught, um, I suppose it was called driver's ed. Probably. In uh, Maryland. and um, Something close to that, I'm sure. So, um, Barb Stanley going to be on tomorrow with us via telephone because of the COVID thing and all that. And, um, (coughs) excuse me. I forgot to use my elbow that time. I noticed that. Yeah, sorry about that. I'm going to fan those. I'll make it up. Oh. I'm going to fan those germs the other way here. Okay. Well, we probably all have... coffee this Yeah, it smells good, too, but we all have stories, I'm sure. Remember, do you remember when you were first learning to drive? I remember it was behind my high school, and my dad was, you know, in the passenger seat and that sort of thing. That's the only... The only real recollection I have, I don't remember driving on a city street with him. I do remember doing kind of what Julia and I did behind the uh, the mall there, but behind our high school, Worthington High School, now Thomas Worthington High School. Um, anyway, yeah, that's my only recollection. Oh, I, I remember having my learner's permit. Remember the license uh, cars that you were issued? They were a different color than the regular driver's licenses. You know, I for some reason or other, I don't remember. It looked that. like a credit card, like a white credit card. But okay. anyway, um, I drove some. You know, Dad and Mom would allow me to drive when they were around. <laughs> they <Yeah>. were brave. <laughs> no, I'm uh, Dad had and Mom had enough faith in myself and my brothers to just to let us drive and dad taught me how to drive a uh, three on the tree oh yeah the standard shift yeah and uh you know he had enough faith and confidence in me that well i think we only were out like maybe once or twice we rode motorcycles my oldest brother and i rode motorcycles so the shifting with the motorcycle yeah yeah. the accelerator and the clutch kind of goes a little bit along with driving standard shift and that's kind of how i learned the rhythm 
of doing that. So it came fairly easy for me. Yeah, but for any of those, uh, you know, it's dealing with other vehicles. Yes. And and um, all of that, that is so much different. Uh, and I think the only way you learn that is through experience. Mm-hmm. Yep, hands so, on. So anyway, um, so that's tomorrow. Yeah, should be interesting. And let's see, historical events for this date of January 13th. John Walter, 1785 on this date. John Walter publishes the very first issue of the Times of London, a very famous newspaper. You know, I, I, it still exists, right? Let's check that. The Times of London, does, does it still uh, I publish it daily? Does. Okay. Uh, Adolf Hitler, on deco- um, 1943 on this date, Adolf Hitler... Um, declares total war against the Allies. In 2000, on this date, Microsoft Chairman Bill Gates steps aside as chief executive and promotes company president Steve Ballmer. Like Palmer, but with a B. It also has two L's. But anyway, Ballmer to the position. We have a caller that's... uh, uh, been trying to reach us and uh, let's bring them on board. Good morning. Well, they gave up the first time, but here is maybe another time. Good morning. Tiggy Poo. Hey, yes, sir. <laughs> How are y'all doing? Good. How are you doing? Man, I'm fine as frog's hair twice split. <laughs> you sound better. <laughs> oh, I, yeah, I'm telling you. Staying in and, and taking care of yourself goes a long way. Well, I was, I, I, I've, I don't know. I'm having a devil of a time with this stuff. You know, I'm, I, um, I got a double whammy because of the COVID and then, um, my, my wife's trip to California. But, yeah, I understand uh, that. Yeah. And the I'm, I've got chronic bronchitis and this weather does not like me. Uh-huh. Mm. But Scott, listen to you. I learned to drive on that column three ships. Three on the tree. That's where my dad learned me to drive. Yep, same here. <laughs> yep. I'm, dying, yeah. I'm trying to think what vehicle it was, but I certainly had, I think, actually, I think it was a cargo van that was Playhouse on the Green years ago. Uh, I think they had that shift. In this on the column, yeah. yeah. On the steering column, yeah. yeah. What I learned was on the, the car was solid black. Back then, you had black cars. Mm-hmm. I think that's the only color for a while at, when I was born. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you remember what kind, what brand it was? Chevrolet. My dad was a Chevy man. Yeah? What kind of a Chevy? Impala, Impala here. I'm not. I'm not sure what it was. Oh, I, it was a '52 model. Oh yeah. Well, that was a tank, probably. Yeah. <laughs> well, they used to tease me, say, "Well, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna need one the way I drive." So. 
<laughs> the first, the first, the earliest I can remember would be a Chevy Impala that my dad had, my mom and dad had. That's what mine was, '66 Impala. Yeah. First car I ever owned was a '62 Chevrolet Impala SS. It was you know, super sport or whatever that stood for. Yep. Yeah. Had bucket seats, automatic in the floor. Ooh. And I, you know how much I paid? Uh, no. A quarter. <laughs> what now? I was going to say 79 cents. No, I only paid a quarter. My, <laughs> my great uncle, my dad's uncle, he'd come by him now and then and live with us Yeah. a few months. And so one day he said he knew because he's diabetic and he'd go to go in the hospital and he, he thought he'd never make it out. Uh-oh. So he told my dad, he said, I want you to have this car. He said, I'm going to give it to you. And my dad said, no, I'll buy it from you for Don. He called me Donnie then. Back then, mm-hmm. I was Donnie. And he said, no, I'll pay you for it what you want. He said, I don't want the rest of the family upset with me because, oh, well, he only let Lee stay there because he wanted that car. He said, that way you can tell him I bought it from you. So my uncle looked at him and said, all right, give me a quarter. <laughs> Dad said, you got a quarter in your bank? I ran come back. I had two of them. He said, no, no, just one. So my first car I owned was a Chevrolet Impala SS, two-tone, tan top, dark brown, a darker brown body with tanned leather interior. Ooh. I'll never forget it. No, I wouldn't either. Is it a six-cylinder or an eight-banger? Eight-banger. Ooh, boy, some power. Yeah. You know, the first car that really was just mine. I don't have the year on this. I'm going to say... I'm going to say a 65. Um, Ford Futura. Oh, those are nice cars. And, you know, it was a little smaller than, like, what you're talking about. Right. And it had a... uh, just a regular basic blue body, and it was a convertible which had a white top, and it had a 289 Ford V8 Hypo, high performance, right? Right. Engine, and it also had a Hurst shifter four speed on the floor. Wow. Yeah, my. And in the first I'm... week I owned it. <laughs> I was trying to impress some buddies that I had just picked up, and I'm in Limworth, Ohio, which is just part of Columbus. And I did a power shift, or what I thought was, and broke the uh, universal joint. (laughs) It was so embarrassing, and my dad was hot. I don't blame him. Yeah, mine. Well, my my car at the time had a three twenty three in it. Uh huh. No, three eighty three. I'm three eighty three. Yeah. Three eighty three. Yeah, is it four twenty seven or three eighty three? And right. So yeah, but those are I had some good times in that car. <laughs> yeah, I get it. As he giggles. <laughs> yeah. All right. I'll tell you what, those 389s were pretty nice, too. Those V8 389s. Yeah. Was it 
389? I had a 289. There's a Mustangs, Ford Mustangs. Well, that's a Ford. Yeah, they had 389. Ford Futura, Ford. I'm getting all mixed up. I better just be quiet. (laughs) Never mind. You two go on if you want. (laughs) (laughs) I I just wanted to call and put in my two cents on that car driver. And I used to teach driver's ed, Dave. Yeah, really? Back in the 80s. Back in the 80s, I taught for AAA. Yeah. And I taught at Athens High School, Alexander High School, and Benton County High School. There you go. Well, you you tune in tomorrow and see how um, your experiences agree with hers. I'll sure do that. Okay, Don. Yeah, I've been listening a lot. I just, you know, sometimes I just, I want to call them and I said, no, nah, I won't bug them today. I'll let them enjoy themselves. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're never a bug. Okay, let me go. All right, y'all have a great day. You too. Bye-bye. See you, Don. We have, um, the only thing is I'm trying to get this presidential report that, I'm do- that I did uh, done. And, uh, and we have time to do it. I just didn't want to get pushed. Anyway, historical events, we've given you a couple of those. Here's some, uh, let's see, famous birthdays. Julia Louise uh, Dreyfus. Julia Dreyfus. I always thought she was hot. From Seinfeld. 60th birthday today. <clears throat> Orlando Bloom. 44th birthday. Help me. Is that an actor? Orlando Bloom. His picture looks vaguely familiar. Bloom is an actor. Yes. Okay. Orlando Jonathan Blanchard Copeland Bloom. Mercy. An English actor. He was in the uh, Hobbit film series okay. and Lord of the Rings. I forgot to mention, Julia Dreyfus, 60 years of age today. Orlando Bloom, 44 today. Liam, Hens- Liam Hensworth, Hemsworth, 31st birthday. Um, he too looks like uh, he must be an actor. Yes, he is an Australian actor. And he... Uh, was in the children's TV series The Elephant Princess. He was also in the soap opera Neighbors. The last birthday to mention is a Patrick Dempsey. Again, I'm thinking showbiz and 55th birthday. Yes, Patrick Dempsey is an actor. Wasn't he in? Was he in Dallas? Gray's Academy. That's what it is. Gray's Academy. Okay. Gray's Anatomy, not Academy. I've got two famous deaths to uh, mention, at least on this report. And um, this is really quite remarkable. The first one is Gaius, G-A-I-U-S, Marius, or Marius, M-A-R-I-U-S. Now, He's a Roman general and statesman. Okay, now here's what's... What's remarkable to me, and Scott wouldn't have known this, I'm looking at what appears to be a photograph. But we're talking about he died on this date in 86 B.C. So this is just an exceptional painting by somebody that is so good it looks like a photograph. Yeah. Because very, very he didn't life. have photography back yeah. then. <laughs> no. Very lifelike. He had a stone and a chisel. 
Okay, the next person is James Joyce, who was born in 1882 but died on this date in 1941. Wasn't he a writer? I think he was. Oh, we'll go here and see. James Augustine Aloysius Joyce was an Irish novelist, short story writer, poet, teacher, and literary critic. Short stories he wrote were The Dead, Araby, Evelyn, The Sisters, and books that he wrote, Ulysses, is one of the books he wrote. Dubliners is another one, Finnegan's Wake. Folks, let me... um, Name a few. um, Whenever... You won't believe this, but it's, it's true. Um, so we're going to break things a little bit up here. Um, if we don't play Art Turf, we get some complaints from you folks. <laughs> so we're going to do it right now so that we make sure we have plenty of time to do everything we need to do today. Okay? All right. So here is Coach Art Turf. I-M-E-P-T-M-F-T-E-C-T-E-C-T-E-C-T-E-C-T-E-C-T-E-C-T-E-C-T-E-C-T-E-C-T-E-C-T-E-C-T-E-C-T-E-C-T-E-C-T-
Well, it was a fine trip. You know, uh, uh, the Packard didn't get sunburned. It was nice and cool there all the way back, except for the fellas that was uh, sitting back in the back seat. Uh, they was the ones doing the pushing. I'm certain those guys pushing the Packard worked up a good appetite, and that uh, reminds me we're going to be doing our Friday program from your training table, I understand. I just uh, wonder what's going to be on the menu. Well, I don't know. Uh, we always leave that up to our ace crack dietitian Tubby Thompson and uh, we have to check with Tubby on that but I can guarantee you one thing I, I believe we've seen enough seafood for a while interview with the head coach of the Fighting Oysters of Annette Tech, the coaching legend in his own mind, the one and only Coach Art Turf. <laughs> oh, Shank Wedgman, their punter. He ain't kicked the ball inbounds for 15 years. Well... We go from that to serious <laughs> stuff, and that is the COVID report. Okay, so as of yesterday, uh, we now have 3,481 cases that have occurred in our county. Um, now, 84% of that, which is 2,924 people, have recovered. Um, but... 548 are currently active, 139 requiring um, hospital care. Um, let's see. If my fig it's a little hard yet getting accurate information on the vaccinations, but I think that as of yesterday... 1,271 people in Athens County have been vaccinated. Now, they're going to roll this out pretty quickly now. And last night, um, my neighbor Grace was telling me that you can now sign up. And I, I had heard this, but I didn't know exactly where. But if you go to the County Health Department's health site, uh, I'm sorry, Health Department's website, there is a link there. And if I, I'm trying to figure out how to do an announcement with the link information because it's like. A mile long? Well, it's not so that it, it makes no sense. It's like GRQX97234726. Yeah. I'm and looking I, at it right now. I just made that up. But the point is, it's not a word. Right. Uh, or several words put together. But um, I signed both Pat and myself up last night. Um, you can see this on the health department's Facebook page. So, um, yeah, and I never do use Facebook like that. But Yeah, either one. But I'm, I know my daughter did, and she signed up uh, Barb, my first wife. Um Anyway, what they want is your name, your date of birth, your email address, and your telephone. That's it. And um, so then based upon that date of birth, you know, they're going to work you in according to whether you're 70 
you know, 80 years of age, 70 years of age, you know how they're doing that. Yeah. And, and with that, if I can add um, on Make It Happen show today with uh, Kim Valentor and Ruth Dudding, they're going to be have uh, be having Jack Pepper join them today. And the conversation is going to focus on the process of how people can be vaccinated in Athens County and who will be getting the vaccination next. Good. So I encourage folks, if you have questions, uh, listen in to Make It Happen today. And, so uh, that's, that's the information. Uh, basically in th- 25 minutes from now. Yeah, approximately, yes. Yeah. Make It Happen, which is at 10.06 on Wednesdays. Yes. All right. Well, back to the report. Okay, and uh, no new deaths, so we're still at a total of nine since this all began. Now, here's another stat I like to throw out there. Again, as I said, as of today, or rather yesterday, we've had a total of 3,481 cases. If we were like the state of Ohio, which we're a part of, we should have had um, 4,798 cases, which means 1,317 more than we've had. I think that's good news. Yes. Okay. In comparison, yes. Uh, So, you know, um, what's the expression? Uh, Give yourself a pat on the back, something like that. Okay, what about the state of Ohio? Uh, as of yesterday, they've had 792.4 thousand. What's the easiest way to say it? They've had 792,398 cases. Now, once again, six. 648,724 have recovered. 81%, almost 82%. So the difference in that figure is 143,674. That's how many are currently active cases. 6,237 are in an ICU ward. 35,626 are in a regular hospital setting. We also have 92,009 recovering at home. The state has had 9,802 deaths since this all began. And what about vaccinations there? Again, if, if the sources I'm trying to find and use are correct... As of yesterday, there had been 321,506 vaccinations. By the way, we're not particularly concerned about whether it's Pfizer or Moderna or or any, you know, what type it is. Whether it's a two-stepper or a single-stepper, it's just how many have been vaccinated. Uh, 
I think I did Ohio well enough. And, folks, let me know Friday if you want me to do the national and international scene. But, uh, so we'll set that over there for today. It's also being reported, you know, speaking of the number of vaccinations given, mm-hmm. um, Franklin County, just for example, is averaging about 700 vaccinations per day. And, of course, Franklin County is where the capital city of Columbus is, Mm -hmm. just to give you an idea of what is going on there with the number of vaccinations being administered. How many was that? Uh, Right around 700 per day. Okay. Okay. Well, folks, uh, over the last few days, I had um, brought in a report that I had built um, about each of our presidents. And I have it going back to George Washington, but I started with um, um, Harry Truman because I was born in 1949, and that is who was president at the time. So I, I've started with Harry Truman, and we just finished yesterday with Jimmy Carter. So this is day three of this information, and I think we may be able to get through it. So Ronald Reagan is next. So these are all facts, or factoids, as I call it. Ronald Reagan, the first president born, who was from Illinois. the first president to be re-elected over the age of 70, as he was 73 years old when he was re-elected in 1984, his second term. He's the first president to have had a divorce. He married his first wife, which was Jane Wyman, actress, in 1940. The couple divorced in 1949. He was the first president to be head of a union, and the union we were, we're referring to is the Screen Actors Guild. Remember, he was in showbiz. He was the first president to nominate a woman to the Supreme Court, and we're speaking of Sandra Day O'Connor. He was the first president to be inaugurated at the West Front of the United States Capitol building, where they intend to do it, uh, where they've been doing it ever since, and where all the mischief was here a week or so ago. Boy, the steps they're undergoing to keep that place safe for this upcoming one, uh, quite remarkable. And we hope it goes smoothly. Um, Sorry, back to this thing here. Let's see. The first president to visit the New York Stock Exchange, he did so in March of 85 while in office. The first president to attend and open an Olympic Games, which happened to be the 1984 Summer Olympics, which were held in Los Angeles while in office. 
the first president to address both houses of the British Parliament. That occurred on June 8th of 1982. The first president to actually have a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Have you been there? Yes. I've somewhere I have a series of pictures with different people I've worked with that whose star is there. Mm-hmm. But I can't find him. I've lost him so. Oh, that'd be cool to see. Yeah. Uh, back to business here. Uh, first president to win a Golden Globe Award. Once again, folks, we're talking about Ronald Reagan. The first president to win a Razzie Award. And yet another, the Golden Boot Award. The first president to nominate an Italian-American to the United States Supreme Court, uh, Antonin uh, Scalia. The first president to grant civilians access to military GPS satellite technology. And really, we're talking about stuff like Garmin and all of that. All that stuff is uh, used to be a military-only thing. Mm-hmm. And the last note for Mr. Reagan, first president to be wounded in an assassination attempt while in office and survive their injuries. Right, oh, that hotel is so familiar to me. It's not right in downtown Washington, though, but um, I've stood right where that happened. Okay, next. Who was next? H.W., right? Uh, yes, his vice president. Uh, so, George Bush, H.W., Herbert Walker, Walter, Walk, Walker, Walker, yep, is the first president, and by the way, his term was 1989 to 83. No, 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 there's a typo here, something's wrong, must be 93. Yes. Yeah, yeah I must have typed something yeah, wrong. because uh, Clinton was elected in 92 and began in 93. Right. Okay, so I've got a typo. We'll fix it right here. George Herbert Walker Bush was 1989 to 1993. First president to have served as director of the CIA. Back then they didn't call it that. They just called it Central Intelligence. First president to have served as acting president. That was um, while President Reagan was sedated for eight hours due to colon surgery. Not the uh, assassination attempt, but just a regular surgical process. First president to have been a naval aviator. Again, we're talking about uh, George Bush, George H.W. Bush. Bush 41. He was also the first president to visit Hungary, 
Malta, the Netherlands, Czechoslovakia, Singapore, Somalia, and the Russian Federation, as well as reunified Germany while in office. First president to receive to have received a distinguished flying cross. First president to have served as a United States ambassador to the United Nations. He did so 1971 to 73. And the last item here, first president to have been married 70 years. Um, in fact, it goes on to say that George and Barbara Bush were married for 73 years and 101 days. Bill Clinton. We have 10 minutes. We're going to see how we do here. Bill Clinton, his terms of office, 1993 to 2001, so two terms. First president from Arkansas. First president to have served as the Attorney General of Arkansas. First president to have served as the Governor of Arkansas. And he served in that role four terms. Um, that's kind of a, remarkable. Anyway, first president to appoint an African-American man to be Secretary of Commerce. Is that my phone? What's going on here? Forgive me, folks. Okay, this is only a test. Fair enough. Okay, uh, back to business here. Um, what did I say? Okay, here we go. This is this is what I was reading. First president to appoint an African-American man to be Secretary of Commerce, Ronald Brown, who served in that role between January of 93 to uh, April of 96. Okay, now, he went a lot of places too, Bill Clinton did. He was the first president to visit the Ukraine, Belarus, Latvia, Kuwait, the Czech Republic, Bosnia and Herzegovina, Croatia, Denmark, Ghana, Uganda, Rwanda, the post-apartheid South Africa, Botswana, Senegal, Slovenia, and the Republic of Macedonia, Norway, Bulgaria, Kosovo, Bangladesh, Oman, Tanzania, Brunei, as well as reunited Vietnam while in office. Wow. That's a lot of tax dollars. Uh, those are important trips. You know, I, I know it sounds like does that really accomplish anything? But they really do. Anyway, we got to move on. He was the first president to visit and address the Palestinian National Authority while in office. The first president to visit North Korea post office on a humanitarian mission. First president to send an email. Hey, there you go. First president to 
whose inauguration was streamed on the Internet. First president to appoint an Asian-American to a cabinet post. Norman Mignetta is who we're talking about. Was appointed Secretary of Commerce by the president, President Clinton, that is, in 2000. First president to appoint a woman as Attorney General, Janet Reno. Ms. Reno was the longest-serving Attorney General of the 20th century. Um, let's see here. From 93 to 2001. First president to be a Rhodes Scholar. First president to begin GPS modernization. And the last point for Bill Clinton, first president to host a uh, and perform a jazz festival while in office. I remember that. <laughs> I do, too. <laughs> now, George W. Bush, first president born in Connecticut. <coughs> Wait a minute. <coughs> Let me get some coffee. Oh, that's good. Okay, and and by the way, before we go farther, George W. Bush was in office 2001 uh, till 2009. So, as I said, Connecticut. First president to have an MBA, a master's degree. First president to have State of the Union live broadcast on the Internet. First president to have 90% approval rating in the history of modern political polling. First president to appoint an African-American Secretary of State. We're talking about Colin Powell. And uh, he served in that, uh, Colin Powell that is, uh, served in that capacity from um, January of 01 to January of 05. First president to appoint a Hispanic man as Attorney General, Alberto Gonzalez, who served from February of 05 to September of 07. First president to open the Winter Olympic Games. We're talking about the 2002 Winter Olympics, which were held in Salt Lake City. First president to attend at Olympic Games in the foreign country. And that one would have been the 2008 Summer Olympics held in Beijing. Now, when I say first president to do this, I'm talking about while in office. Now, there could be a president that had been in office, but now he's attending an event after his term somewhere. Right. We're not doing those. This was hard enough. Uh, I lost my place. First president to leave office with both parents still alive. He left the office in 2009 while his parents both died in 2018, nine years after he left office. First president to celebrate Diwali. Barack Obama. We're not going to make it. Let's save Barack Obama 
I'm going to draw a line here. And we'll do these uh, Barack Obama and uh, Donald Trump. We'll do these on Friday. I hope you don't find these boring. Uh, I, I thought they were really kind of interesting facts. We do have a report that we might get to on Friday entitled The, the Best and Worst States to Raise a Family. This report's about two days old. And um, Ohio came in 30th. But I thought we could go over it in more detail maybe on Friday. So what else have we failed to mention today? What about um, where do we stand with this? I know we only have 60 seconds, but with impeachment and all of that junk. Oh, the the House has approved the resolution to do that. Uh, the Senate's likely not going to approve it. Okay. And uh, Vice President Pence has already said he will not support invoking the 25th Amendment. Okay. So it's basically where it was when they tried to impeach him however many Months ago, years okay. ago. Okay. Well, I would not. Uh, I don't. I don't agree with the concept of impeachment. I don't agree with the concept of um, whatever those other terms are. Um, I am not a pro-Trump guy, but I. I um, I don't think he did anything that he didn't mean to do. I don't. I, I think everything he did, he thought was be helpful to the country. I can't believe that there's ever been anybody that has held that office that didn't feel that way. Or. Experts can argue on what is helpful and what isn't. There's some good news. Bobcats beat Miami last night. How about that? In our 71st year of service to Southeast Ohio, AM 970 and 97.1 FM. WBTH This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Deborah Rodriguez. The debate has begun in Congress. Resolution 24, impeaching Donald John Trump. Lawmakers are considering a single article against the president for inciting violence ahead of last week's deadly attack on the U.S. Capitol. Many Republicans, including Oklahoma's Tom Cole, are arguing against. Everyone looking ahead to a new administration, the majority is again seeking to settle scores against the old one. Rather than seeking to heal America, they're seeking to divide us more deeply. California Congresswoman Judy Chu among Democrats urging a yes vote. He is too dangerous to remain in office. Donald Trump must be held accountable. He must be impeached. At least five Republicans have voiced support, including the third highest ranking member of the House GOP, Liz Cheney. If the article is adopted, it will make Mr. Trump the only president in U.S. history to be impeached 
twice. There is a heavy show of force at the U.S. Capitol right now. Correspondent Cammie McCormick. A defense official tells CBS News the threat level at the Capitol is very high right now, higher than previously reported. There are 2,000 Guard personnel at the Capitol now.